Well, hello, gorgeous, and welcome to Unapologetically Ann. I am Ann Fisher, an Oklahoma girl that has never been afraid to dream big. I'm a mom, a wife, an entrepreneur, a coffee fanatic, and a self-made millionaire. Every week here, you're gonna discover mind-opening topics on business and family, how to smush them together and make them work, beauty tips, and self-development to help you become your best self and to live an unapologetic life. I love your faces. Let's get started. Hi. How are you? It's a little early there for you. Oh my gosh, it's so early. Look, I'm gonna throw <laughs> I'm throwing a filter on because it's too early over here. There we go. Now I'm like all tan. Well, here, let me filter up too. We're gonna filter it up. There we go. All right. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm slipping coffee in your ear. Okay, there I am. All right. So how's it going in California? Yeah, <laughs> got that. All in oh point. my gosh, it's going good. I know when Ann asked me to do this, she goes, okay, this is 10 my time. And I'm like, so you, you want me to get up really early then? Because I got to get ready and all the things. So, but it's 8 a.m., you know, and she said, you're going to feel so much better. And I already do. I already feel better. I'm ready it's to conquer the day. It's amazing. You get up and get ready and you feel like, okay, I'm ready to do whatever I need to. Yeah. And the mornings like that I don't have to get up and be ready. I'm a slough all day. I just, it's just, I'm so much more proactive. So never yes, think true. girl. And I it's love it. It's true. Okay. Well, cheers to coffee and chatting this morning. Yes. Cheers. cheers. Um, so Brittany, um, I already told them a little bit about you. She's one of our top, top leaders and, uh, million dollar club earner, like so many things, so many accomplishments, but so often people see, you know, that front picture of us and, and your titles and your rank and everything that you and your team have accomplished, but they don't ever see this part back here, like the struggle, the work, the effort it took to get there. And even what your life was like before you said yes, because we are everyday people, like everyday people. And we just wanted more for our family. So we went after it. So share with everyone a little bit about your life before Monet. Okay. Well, so I am a mom. I have four little kiddos, but before Monet, I had three. I had three little kiddos and my husband was a fireman and he still is a fireman. And you know what? When we first got married, we got married really young. I was 20 years old, you guys, when we got married. So let's just put into perspective. I couldn't even cheers with a, gla a glass of champagne at my wedding. That's how little I was, right? <laughs> And we live out here in Southern California. It's expensive. It, it's an expensive way to live, just houses, everything. And so, you know, we were just these two young kids in love, but we said we, we would rather get married than wait and, and have it perfect and have the money and do all the things. So we struggled a lot. My husband was going through the academy at that time and um, he finally got his job and I was able to stay home. But because I was able to stay home, that meant he had to work even more. He had to pick up extra overtime. Normal shifts just didn't cut it for us. So he was gone a lot, but I was able to raise our babies and have them home with me. And it was amazing. But after years and years and years of doing that and almost kind of doing it solo, you guys, it is, it takes a, it takes a toll on your marriage. It takes a toll on yourself. It takes a toll on your identity. You're just, you're, you're stuck in this one way of living and that, and that's it. And that's, and I love my kids, you guys. I absolutely love them and I want to be with them, but I wanted my husband 
home a little bit more. And that was really, truly my prayer is, how can we do this? How can we have the best of both worlds? How can I be home? How can I raise my kids? But how can we not live in this rat race that everybody's doing of, you know, working? Like, what is the phrase? It's you work to live instead of live. Is it live yeah. to work instead of work to live? Yep. That's yep. the phrase. And I felt like that's what we were doing. We were just basically working to survive. Um, and so I just kept praying, what can I do? What can I do? And little by little, I tried everything under the sun, just so you know, I'm like a master of all, what is it? A jack of all trades, but a master same. of nothing. Same, same, same. <laughs> I do think I've mastered this. So I think I'm pretty good at direct sales. But before this, I tried everything and everything and everything. And nothing seemed to work. There was nothing that would give me the things that I wanted, the, the freedom, the flexibility, the the finances, right? That's a, that, that income that I so desperately needed. There was really nothing. I looked all over the place for it and it allowed me to stay home, but everything kept directing me back to direct sales. And that's kind of how I, ended, that's how I ended up here because that's awesome. everything I wanted, everything I prayed for is in direct sales. You can have flexibility. You can work on your terms when you want, how you want. There's no, there, the, there's no cap. You can make as much as you want, as long as you're willing to put in the hard work. And you can eventually have that time freedom, which I wanted. I wanted more time with my husband. So that's kind of how I jumped in. But life before Monate was a little bit of a struggle, you guys. Single a lot, husband working a lot. There were days that I didn't see him. I remember there was this one point in time where I went, wow, my husband just worked three days in a row, gone. Didn't come home. I didn't see him for three wow. days. He came home for one day and then he went back to work. And I went, I. Me and my kids saw my husband once in five days. And I said, that is not okay. That is not acceptable. That is not how we're going to live our life. And so I jumped in. You jumped in. Okay. Yeah. I relate to so many things that you've said because I, I got married at 18. Literally had just turned 18. And so we started a family right away. I get it. And just the struggle bus to just try to get by like and not knowing if you got i mean for us it was literally paycheck to paycheck and sometimes not even that like wanting to pay your bills all at the same time that was just a dream and you know being able to buy whatever groceries you needed to that was a dream like those were the things i dreamed of and that's crazy so i totally get the wanting a better life for your family and not necessarily that you need this big huge career but you just want a better life for your family you want choices Yes. I wanted choices. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, what is your life like now? Like, that was before. So what does your life look like now? I mean, we have another baby. We got a cute another baby. <laughs> I do. Okay, I'm going to touch on that point that you just said really quick, though. The whole living the paycheck to paycheck thing, because that's what we did. We lived paycheck to paycheck. And remember, my husband had to add in all those extra shifts oh. just, to, just to get to that. And a lot of times when you hear that phrase, it almost sounds like you're struggling, like you're living paycheck to paycheck, like every little cent. We weren't struggling, but we didn't have a savings. We just had it. We, we lived comfortably, but every single cent was paid to something, was paid to our house, was paid to our cars, was paid to our gas, our food. We didn't live a lavish lifestyle. We didn't go buy a ton of things, but we just lived good. But a lot of times we go, oh, we're great, we're great. And that's what yeah. a lot of people have ingrained in their mind of, we're, we're not struggling. But what about the savings? What about the future? What about leaving that legacy, right? 
And I feel like that's where there's this like little bit of a gap between that, what people are thinking. And so if you can add something like this in and you can just generate savings, how much more of us, how, how safe would that be, right? To have that emergency backup fund, to have all those things for you. We didn't have that at all. And I think right now in this, what's going on right now, I can only imagine if we were back then, we would have literally nothing saved, right? So living paycheck to paycheck doesn't necessarily mean you're struggling and you're, ah, you're paying every penny and dime, but you're definitely not setting yourself up for the future. And I think that that's what I really wanted as well, was to leave a legacy for my kids and my family. So we that's talk a about good the paycheck point. to paycheck thing. That's a good point because paycheck, there was times we were fine, but we didn't have a lot of extra. And if anything extra came up, you're like, oh crap, I got to have brakes on my car. Oh my yep. gosh, now I need tires. Like, and you have to find it. It's not just conveniently there or you're putting it on a credit card. And that's why we have so much credit card debt because people are just using it to, for the necessity sometimes, but also for a more extravagant lifestyle. So I love that you said that because we find the spectrum, right? But I, Julie Stevens said it one time and it's just stuck with me. And she said, the average American family cannot write an extra three to $500 check a month. So think yes. about that. The things that come up in life that are random, that are out of the blue, that you, you aren't expecting. Like if even just for those things, you know, yep. being worry-free finances, not financial freedom is such a broad term, but worry-free finances where I've got it covered. We can cover the basics. We can cover some extra needs if we have to, but even what if you could go beyond that and yeah. worry-free finances? Like I just, I love that. So, okay. So tell people about your life now. Okay. Okay. Um, I know we don't want to take up too much time. So you guys going from then and, and now fast forwarding a little over three years later, just three short years. That's it. You guys. And my life has completely changed completely. Um, once again, you know, we were on a budget. We were living paycheck to paycheck. My husband was gone a lot. Now we really truly do have so much more financial freedom. Let me just tell you that this company has blessed me and our kids and my husband beyond words. I can't even describe what's happened. Everything that kind of comes with this job, but financially, we are in an incredibly different position. My husband actually just was able to take off. So remember my prayer, my prayer in all of this was, Lord, bring my husband home just a little bit. I don't need to retire him. I don't need to do any of these crazy lavish things, but I just want him home to experience life as a dad to his kids. I want him at their baseball games. I want him, you know, at on Christmas morning. Do you know that firemen have to sometimes work on Christmas, on Thanksgiving? Oh. I mean, they're gone, right? Tough. And he was able to give me a letter on Christmas, and it was my Christmas gift, where he had the official letter that said, he was going to take off five months of unpaid leave just to spend time with his family. We just had our fourth baby not too long ago, you guys. He's not even one. And I had just told my husband, I need you home. We have four kids. I homeschool them. We are so blessed right now to soak in time with them and to pour into them. And we have the ability now for you to do that with me. And so I said, I know just a little bit of time. And he said, okay. And so he took off right after Christmas. And, um, and he has been off ever since. So it has just been the most amazing journey answered prayers. You guys No, no more stress. We are leaving a legacy for our, our kids. Like I said, we are living life on our terms. We are able to have a savings. We are figuring out our future. And those are the things that I feel are so important is 
what are we going to do in 10, 20, 30 years from now? We need to set ourselves up. We yep. need to set our family up. All the things. This isn't just temporary. This isn't just for the right now. This really is for the future. And boy, is it amazing. And it's just been so funny. So, so fun. So there's just so many good things. But I don't know how much you want me to go into detail, but it's been really good. Detail details sometimes can be dicey with income claims. So we try to be careful with that. But I do want people to know what's possible. And I mean, Brittany, did you go to college? Like, do you have an eight-year degree? You know what? I went, my mom, I said, Mom, I just want to marry this boy at 16. And she goes, okay, if you go to college for two years, I will give you my blessing and you can marry this boy. And so I said, done, deal. You give me a goal, I will achieve it. So she said, two <laughs> years, me and my husband went to community college for two years. And then I got married. And you know what? I tried to go, I transferred to Cal State Fullerton. And I went for one semester by myself while my husband was going to the academy. And I said, I don't think I need to do this. I don't what think I that I for? actually need to go through all this schooling, pay all this money for what I know I want to do. I know I want to be a mom. I know I want to stay home. And I know that there are so many things out there that don't require this. So do I really want to do this? And, I, and then I basically just dropped out. <laughs> so I guess you could call me a college dropout. But I mean, that's just the thing for me. It was when I knew what I wanted, which I was the same as you, that's all I wanted. And that's what Mr. Fisher wanted. That's what we wanted as a family. And I know other people do other things and I'm in no way criticizing that at all. For us, that was what fit for us. But my whole thing is, you know, when we hit financial struggles and bankruptcy and life altering, like something has to change now, what was I qualified for? Like I could go get a basic job, but by the time I paid for childcare, I wouldn't have made anything. So it didn't make sense. And I'm like, what can I do? What can I ever do to really make a difference and get ahead? And I went back to network marketing because I knew, I knew people that were successful. I knew people that had done it. I never had been <laughs> before but I knew it could be done. I just had to have the mindset. And that was what shifted for us was I had the mindset that we don't have a choice. We've got to make something work. And so everybody's why is different. Everybody's reason for going in and going after it are different. But what's amazing to me is all different walks of life. There are no, it does not discriminate. You don't have to be some college graduate. You don't have to be you know, some professor, you, you can come from anywhere and still be successful. You just have to want to work and you have to be coachable. So I love that about this industry. And I love stories like yours. I love stories like ours because it just shows that stay at home mom, no college education, and you can still succeed. And so, yeah. and I know you have so many on your team that come from just every place and are super successful. So it's just an incredible thing. Okay. Yep. So, well, do you have anything to add to that? Any thoughts? No, I just, I a hundred percent agree. No one has you, anyone can do this. Just like you said, I don't even need to reiterate it. Anyone can do this if you want to do it. And that's really the bottom line. I, I knew that I wanted to do something. And just like Ann said, I saw people successful and I started watching and I started figuring out there's something to this industry. There is something more because I tried other things in the past, but that was before, you know, um, social media and, and all the things. But this really is, it's not even the way of the future anymore. It's the way of the now. People yeah. are doing this. And I always say, it's not a matter of if people are going to join a direct sales company. It's just when and what they choose to join. <laughs> Truly, that's really what this is about because everybody 
shares. Everybody is on social media. You can connect with people all over the world. And that is the most amazing tool that we have right now. So if I were you, I would take advantage because anyone can do this, but you just have to want to do it. I love it so much. I, and no, I love it. All the good yeah. things, <laughs> all the stuff. So what would piggybacking off that a little bit for somebody that's looking and saying, okay, I need an additional income stream. Maybe it's just a temporary thing. Um, where do I even start? Like what, what is your advice for someone? Because one thing is for me, when we started, we needed the money. So it started there. I didn't care about the pro I cared about the product, but it wasn't as important as we needed an income. Um, and the product was secondary that needed to be, you know, consumable. It needed to be something that's really great. Something that's maybe a little different, but I needed to be able to trust the company. Are they financially sound? So those were my three things that I really needed up front. And what I didn't realize was such an important part of that was culture and the community that we have within this company and the culture that we have, that was like the hidden blessing, the little heart button down at the bottom. I didn't even know I needed that. So what were the things you needed? Like what checked your boxes off? Okay. So, um, when I, I jumped into a direct sales company prior to Monate mm -hmm. and because I had seen a girl just fly to the top and I saw her just doing extremely well. She had, I think six or seven kids at the time. She homeschooled them. I'm like, if she can do it, I can I do, do it. it. I only have half the kids she has, you know? <laughs> so I'm like, I could totally do this. And I love the products, but I didn't, I was very naive and ignorant to direct sales. I didn't really under, understand the industry and that it, it really is so important to choose. If you're doing this as a business, you got to really look into it and figure out where you're going because you don't just go join any company. You want, you want the good company with all the things minus all the roadblocks. And so I jumped in and as I was selling this product, I went, why am I hitting so many roadblocks? Why am I like, why am I getting so much resistant? Why is this so hard? And because direct sales is direct sales, just so you guys know, you, it's, it's the same process all across the board, mm -hmm. but there are companies that make it so much different and so much easier and so much more obtainable to find success. And so I learned these things throughout the way. And when I came across Monet, my mind, I, it was almost like I had these little light bulb moments of, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm starting to understand this. I get this now. And these were my points that really got me to stop what I was doing, dead in my tracks, quit, leave everything I had built and worked so hard for, the paycheck I had earned you guys. I literally cut it off. I said goodbye. My paycheck was gone. I want to get paid any more from that company. And I started over brand new with people telling me you're never going to make it. This is a bad decision. You're going to lose all credibility. You guys, all the things were going on, right? People were telling me you, this is the worst decision you're ever going to make is to leave what you've already built to come to something else. Why would you do that? But I knew, I knew that there was an opportunity here because of these things. So first off, the timing is great. You guys. Timing, we are just a little over five years old. We are a baby, baby, baby company with extreme massive growth and opportunity happening right now. Yeah. That is when you want to get into a company. Is it the only time you want to get into a company? No, but when you have these points and I'm talking all these points, you want to jump in. So timing's huge. It's a big one. You want to watch out for that. So we have the timing, but we also have a solid, strong foundation and we've proven ourselves, which is amazing because you know, we're not going anywhere. You know, it's not a risk. You're not like, well, I don't know. Is this company going to make it? 
no, we're making it. We pretty much already made it, Brian. <laughs> we're like at the top of the top. Everyone knows Monet. So the timing's there. But then I learned, okay, you do want a consumable product. That makes sense. So things that people use, then they got to buy again. We all want, we all want something that we can reuse. We don't want to go sell 1 million hats to 1 million yeah. people. What if I could sell something to only 50 people over and over and over, right? But not only consumable, necessary. This was a yes. kicker for me. I want a product that's so necessary that when push comes to shove, budgets get tight, things happen, that they are going to start Xing out other things mm -hmm. before they X out my product that I'm sharing with them. And I've been, I've been preaching this, you guys, for the last three and a half years. When push comes to shove, and but this is exactly my words, when budgets get tight, they are not going to X out their shampoo and conditioner. And boy, have those words ever been proven to be right, right now. Very no problematic. Right? No one's not buying their shampoo. No one's yeah. stopping buying Monet, you guys. We have two of the most successful, two of the biggest months in Monet history have just gone down in this moment of time. That you got you got that has to kind of put some light bulbs going off in your head. You got to go, huh? Is that true? First of all, it's true. It's happening, and it should make you think that there there's, there's something to this. So timing, consumable, necessary. But I love the fact that we have a product that doesn't just put you into one little niche, right? One little market of maybe women, of women of certain age, women yes. of a certain age that like a certain product. That that That's a roadblock. That makes it hard. And that's what I was experiencing in my other company is, oh, it's because I've X'd out these people and these people and these people. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, I can't sell it to all those people anymore. But with Monate, you can sell it to everybody, you guys. Everybody Men, has women. hair. Yeah, anyone who has hair, any men, women, children, everybody, right? And, and they need money. Plan. They need money. They have hair. They have skin, and they're gonna take care of all three of those needs. So we literally can market to the world. That's everyone. a huge. That's a huge thing for me. That was huge for me. I know that those points, and I, I know Anne can attest to this. Is our comp plan, right? Because you can have the four points, but if you don't get paid. You're going to go somewhere else. And we have the most amazing comp planning advice. So those were the things that really stood out to me. And I went, okay, other companies have some of these points, but they don't have all of these points. Yes. And I think that's what makes the secret sauce for Monate to become really, really, really successful. And it's just proven time and time again. Okay. Everybody's saying in the comments and pets, 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 pets. <laughs> what? We have products for pets too. That's a pretty awesome thing. So yes. hair, skin, pets, and who knows what'll be next, right? They're always innovating. They've always got things in the hopper coming up that we're so excited to hear about. And so it's ever changing, but whatever they do, they do top notch. Like we're the number one premium hair care brand in the world. Um, our skincare is off the charts for sales. And it's also like racking up all the awards, all the editor nods, like all the magazines are like, hey, you need to try the berry scrub. Hey, you need to try the eye smooth. It's like Botox in a bottle. Like all the products are just killing it out there. Um, among everyone, people editor picks, and it's just crazy. So when they do the product thing, they really do the product thing. <laughs> it's amazing. Okay, so what are some of your favorite products? Like, what can you not live without? Every day you use these products. Okay, I absolutely am obsessed with our air dry cream. I mean, uh -huh. I used to be the girl that would wash my hair. Well, back in high school, before I even knew this was a bad thing, I would wash my hair every morning 
and round brush blow dry my hair every morning. That's a lot. Then, yeah, so then I started kind of doing it every two, three days, but it was always blowing it out, round brushing it out. You guys, over the last year, after I found our air dry cream, I never, ever, ever pretty much hit a blow dryer to my hair. And look I, at it. Yes, I let it air dry. And then afterwards, I'll just kind of spruce it up with a few curls just interspersed. So I'm, I'm putting less heat damage on it and it's being able to grow longer that way. You guys, air dry cream is amazing. For me personally, I love our Restore Leave-In Conditioner. Oh, yes. I mean, I feel like that's a must. I mean, there's so many good things. Hairspray, obviously our hairspray is one of a kind, but we have just every product under the sun. So it just depends on my mood, if I'm gonna blow it out, this and that, but air dry cream is kind of my staple. Like I gotta have that. Gotta have it. If, you ha if the house is on fire, gotta take the air dry cream. <laughs> yeah. I think the, the leave-in conditioner, I do use that almost every day, even because I have super dry yes. hair. So even if I'm doing a refresh, I put that in. And my hair yeah. doesn't get oily. I never have an oily day. I always have a dry day. So I'm always adding moisture and, and nutrients. So I love it, though. Everybody's different. I always ask that question because it's like everybody has their can't live without. Yeah. Okay, so what is your advice um, for somebody that's looking right now? I kind of started on that and got off on the box check-in thing. But what is your advice? Because there's a lot of people that, like, they don't know where to start. They don't know what to do. And... And what, and they're afraid. Number one thing, um, Fraser Brooks said that is one of the number one things that people that stop them from doing this is fear. Like just fear of what people are going to think, fear of what people are going to say. So what is your advice to all of those folks out there needing something right now? You know, I think I'll just take it back to me and maybe this can help you with when I was trying to make this decision. Um, I remember I was scared. Once again, I was leaving something right that I had worked really, really hard for and built for X amount of months. And I think nine months, which isn't too long, but it was a lot of, you know, a lot of work and I got a paycheck and I just thought, what if, what if this is not the right thing? Or what if I'm going to fail? Or what if, um, everything that everyone's saying is true? Am I going to lose credibility? Is this going to be the biggest mistake? Whatever that, whatever's going on in your mind, right? Whatever you say, whatever you say. And then I want you to ask yourself, what's the worst that could happen? That's really so think about it. What's the worst thing that would happen? When I asked myself that, I said, well, nothing. My life would be the same. My husband would still go to work. I'd still be home with my kids. My life would look exactly like it does right now. Nothing really would change. Nothing would be different. And so you need to ask yourself, what would really change if you tried this? Maybe nothing, but what is everything and i think that was what got me is i would rather try and fail than not try and never know because what could happen if i had listened to all those people you guys i want to be where i'm at today and boy would i be bitter if i knew what i know now and i had stepped back and stayed back because of people that i was afraid of or in fear of what they thought or all the things my life wouldn't be what it is and it is definitely worth it. It's so worth it to go for it and try. Because if you fail, who cares? Your life's the same. But what if you succeed? What if something changes? What if you get that extra $500 a month that you need, that we all need to put away so we aren't living paycheck, paycheck yep. to paycheck? Or what if you get an extra $1,000 or $2,000? What if you can change and take $200 and convert that to 2,000? Is that worth it? I say so. You just, that's a good return on your investment. But what if you could take that 200 and make it 20 grand? 
or 40 grand. I don't know what it's going to be. You got to put in the hard work, but I know that there's no cap. I know that anything's possible if you set your mind to it. So you need to just say, I'm not going to think about this anymore. I'm going to push the button. I'm going to spend the money because I spend it anyways, anywhere, everywhere. Right. And just try, get plugged in, get in the team page, start learning and just give yourself a fair shot. I told my, I told my husband, give me one year, give me one year to work as hard as I can, do whatever I need to give myself a fair shot to see if I can do this. And that's what you need to do, but you got to just stop thinking about it and push the button today. Because if you don't push it today, you're going to, you're going to blink in two weeks goes by, mm -hmm. then you're going to blink in two months goes by and it's over and done with. You've got to take action right now. Oh, I, that is the best advice ever. Uh, Kendall Weldon <laughs> said, you know, for all the fear of what people will say, do they pay your bills? Like, what are you worried about? Like, people can say what they want, but they don't pay your bills. And the minute they pick up the check and start paying them, they can have an opinion about what you're doing. So I love that. That's such awesome advice. Okay. So wrapping it up, we'll go into final thoughts in just a second. But I just want to thank you so much for taking time, for getting up yeah. early. <laughs> I know California, it's a lot earlier. Um, but I've enjoyed it so much today because you have brought a different perspective to so many of these questions. And that's the cool thing. Every morning we have someone different and they just bring a little different perspective that speaks to different people. So I love yeah. it. Your story and my story is so similar. It's, I didn't know that. So that's yeah. so cool. So thank you so much for that guys. We'll be back here tomorrow, 10 AM central standard time coffee with Ann, And then Thursday, fr Friday, I may not be here because we are still trying to get everything moved and it is, Killing this old lady. Let me tell you, <laughs> moving is no joke. It is not no. faint heart, faint of heart. No. So just final thoughts, Brittany. Again, um, you've given such great advice on the joining part and being afraid, but just final thoughts on this whole thing and reflecting back on, on what the companies, you know, and the opportunities done for you, but what this industry as a whole has done for you, because again, stay at home moms right here. Yeah. Some have some college education, some have none, but still. I know. Well, I think my final thought and what I would leave you with is, you know, I started this because I wanted to bring my husband home. So I wanted it for the money. I wanted it for the finances, right? I wanted to bring in that paycheck. But remember, I was a stay at home mom, just like in the grind of everyday naps and this and dealing with toddlers and the babies and all the things that I almost, I, I think I lost a little bit of myself and I didn't even realize it. And when I joined this company, and I started getting around an amazing group of people, like Anne said, the culture and the community Incredible. and the encouragement, the inspiration. You're, you're literally surrounding yourself with people that, can, that tell you, you can do it. You are amazing. You have what it takes. I mean, don't you wanna be around people like that? I, I'm telling you, when, when people speak words of life into me, it changes my, my mood, it changes my day, and it, it's everything I didn't know that I needed. I didn't know that I needed all the extra things. I thought I was just gonna go to work, sell some shampoo and get a paycheck. And this has become such an, a close knit group of people. And it will truly bless you in more ways than you will ever know. I don't know how it's gonna bless you, but I promise you, if you get plugged in and you get involved and you put yourself out there, you will be blessed in some way. And that's why we say this is life changing. It will change your life. I don't know how specifically, but I know that it will because it has mine and it has every single person that has joined this company that I've talked to. So if you're just wanting something more for yourself, for your life, for, 
for your soul, then do this. Okay, somebody um, asked a couple of times, what shampoo are you using? Which I one normally, you my go-to is Renew and Smoothing Deep Conditioner. So I'm a Renew girl. Renew, same, same. Renew and then the Super Moisture Mask. Okay. Yeah, I that sometimes too. One other person, there's Kyla. Um, what do you do when you're on a team that isn't like that? You mean culture? I don't know. I don't understand the question. That doesn't like that doesn't culture. encourage you. Plug you in. You gotta find some sideline sisters like yep. Anne. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta. You gotta. You know what? Not. You're not gonna. You're not gonna get along with everybody, right? Or maybe you'll get along with them, but maybe they just won't touch your soul like that. Um, I remember on our our first. I think it was our first senior executive trip. We got this really cool invite in the mail with these two glasses from Tiffany's. And it said, you're exclusively invited to Monate's Miami trip, right? And it was the senior executive directors. And I was so excited. This is the top of the top. There was only a, a small amount of us. And we went. And we were, they took us on this yacht, you guys. We were on this yacht, I guess, on the, in the ocean. Was it the harbor? I don't know. Somewhere in Miami. Somewhere in Miami. And and at the end of the night, they had music and food and then fireworks were going off, you guys. And we were standing around on the top deck and there were these girls that I had never really truly met yet. And one of them was, her name was Ashley Drissy, and another one was Jessica Shoney. And I was there with my girl, Connie. And we started connecting and I learned that Ashley's husband was a firefighter. My husband's a firefighter and Connie was learning that her husband does worship and leads worship and then Jessica's husband leads worship and all of a sudden we're having all these like conversations and we're connecting and clicking and I remember walking away with my friend Connie going I think we found our people these are like our people and we're, are they on my team no they're they're silence look at Anne me and her here together you're gonna find people that you absolutely click with and love and they are gonna encourage you but you know what when it comes to you and your team you be that encouragement you be the one to lift people up and that's that's the role that you can take to bless others maybe it might not stop start above you but it can definitely start with you so that's but just know there are, so, there are so many good people in this company you guys everywhere i turn i'm like oh, i love them yeah. i love them yeah you know yes well and you create the culture you want if you don't have the team culture you want you create it yourself for your people just like you said even if it doesn't go above a company i was with prior to this zero help zero culture from any of the upline and so we had to do it ourselves and you can you can totally change that yourself you know reach out look at the communities and and just you know going on the events and trips and stuff is that's where you find friends that you'll have for life if it wasn't for monet i i would not have the friendships that i have today people that will be friends no matter what happens you know and that's that's I, the culture is the is the sleeper hit for me i had no idea i needed it or wanted it I didn't expect it, but there it is, and it's been incredible. All right, well, I've taken up enough of your time today. We're going to wrap it up with that. Brittany, thank you so much. You are so this, welcome. Your insight has been incredible. And this, now, guys, this will be available for the next 24 hours in my stories. You have to select live. Um, you can share it directly via Messenger. So if you've got somebody um, on your team or somebody that has been considering this, you can share it with them, send it to them. And then after that, it takes us a few days, but we'll also have it uploaded to IGTV and my YouTube channel. So it will be available to just share because some people need to hear her message particularly. You know, she's going to speak to certain people. So, you know, share it and utilize it. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Yes. I love all your faces. We will see you later. 
Have a okay. wonderful, productive day. Hey there, it's Ann here again. Listen, I hope you enjoyed this podcast so much. You know, my team and I are always looking for new ways to inspire and support you on your journey towards freedom and fulfillment. But can I ask a favor of you? If you found value in this episode and you thought of anyone that would benefit from it, do me a quick favor and share it with them. Also, I love connecting over on Instagram. So if you haven't yet, take a screenshot or a selfie of yourself listening to this episode, post it on Instagram in your stories, and be sure to tag me at Ann Fisher so we can connect there. Until next time, this is Ann, and I love your face. <laughs>